Okay, so I would like to like shift gears a little bit. Yeah, totally. Okay, so we're both stay-at-home moms right now, but yes. I've worked. Yes. And so have you. Yes. So we both have experience in like the workforce as moms. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that? Like, how do you working? I think working outside of the home as a parent, or specifically as a mom, is so hard. It's incredibly hard because not only are you forced to carry on like work duties outside of your home, but then you also come home and take on every single mom duty that you didn't get to before you went to work. Yeah, it's just a a whole pile. It's never ending. Never ending to-do list. Right. But you're more exhausted. I, my hat goes off to all of the working, working moms and dads out there. I mean, I know a lot of women who do, you know, full-time school, mm-hmm. full-time job, full-time yep. mom, full-time sports. I, I have low-ass iron, bitch. Same. I can't be. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I have, like. I got some health issues. I got some health I mean, let's be real here. You really do. I really do. But not only that, it's just exhausting carrying the mental load for your family and then also having to carry... You come straight home. It's 5 o'clock. It's already dark. Right. And then you have to cook dinner. Cook dinner. dinner, Put the kids to bed. bath. And some people homework. like, oh my God, don't freaking get me started about homework. Oh my gosh. I hate homework. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's fair. It's definitely it's not, not fair. fair. To the, it's not fair to the kids. It's not fair to the parents. It's definitely not fair. A, I mean, maybe a little bit of homework, but when you're piling on packets, right? Let's let's review this. Let's go back. Especially rewind. Especially because if you look at the way, like, shameless plug, homeschool structure is, it there's no homework, like, there's no. But the thing is, not only. I would like to have a balance where there's school mm-hmm. and then you come home and then there's home life. Right. You don't have to bring your schoolwork home. Exactly. Yeah. Like if I was a teacher, like my son last year had a teacher that didn't believe in homework and I, she was my favorite freaking teacher. Mm-hmm. Like I loved her. She was super nice. She was, never had issues. You know what I mean? And she cared about your kids too. She cared and she didn't believe in homework. Right. And if you're a teacher, that's fine. If you want to give a little bit of homework, that whatever. I mean, extra practice never hurt anybody. Especially but, if a kid is behind. But to send home packets and packets after an already, like, an eight-hour school day on top yeah. of any extracurriculars, because every kid isn't an extracurricular now. Like, pretty much. And then dinner, bath, doing all that homework. That's but, a full-time job. But, and, yes. And, like, <clears throat> I don't know. Just working outside for me, I, I just felt like a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm meant to be home. Right. I feel like I'm, I'm happier mm-hmm. when I'm home, when I get to pick my kids up from school and they don't have to go to aftercare. Right. For two and a half hours because I'm working for somebody else. Like, I know I'm stubborn, and I know I'm a little independent, and I don't like to work <laughs> under anybody. <laughs> That's my fault. I can't help. I don't like being bossed around. Yeah. Like, you feel me? I feel you. I I don't have that much problem being an employee. Like, I 
can be an employee. My problem is my heart and soul is genuinely at home with yeah. my kids. Yeah. Um I yeah, me too. And it's hard like the transition because you know, when your kids are little, like before elementary school when your kids are little. Right. You know, you're usually home. Like I was home with Stella. Mhm. And then this is her first year of kindergarten, so now I'm like trying to reevaluate like am I supposed to work just because the kids are in school? Or am I still can be a stay-at-home mom? I don't want to have the guilt right, of, of staying home feeling and your like kids I'm are not here. doing something. But actually, I'm taking care of this house. Right. I have a garden. I'm taking care of food supply. I go to the grocery store. I'm, you know, doing all everything. of the things. All the mom things. You also have a separate business. I do. Um, that you contribute to as well. We do have a business. Um, so... And that's a full-time job, especially, even though it's, like, seasonal. Right. So, we own a jump house company. And it's usually from, like, March to October. October. Yeah. And it's full. Swing. Right or die. <laughs> like, it's Every weekend, booming. Thursday through Sunday. It's probably our fourth year doing it. That's so amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I am fortunate to have it because Spoke it Book with help. ready, set, jump people. Ooh. <laughs> party party okay so i don't know yeah i i definitely empathize with working especially working moms because i know as moms we carry the mental load for our houses um just the everyday what keeps our family running i i can guarantee you your husband my husband doesn't know our kids is doctors. Their names. <laughs> or, let's see. Or, um, who their dentist is going to be. Yeah. I think the male mind is, is hyper-focused on providing. It is. It definitely and, is. And I respect it. I mean, for a long oh, time. Oh, definitely respect the hustle. For a long time, I was like, you know, mm, it's you hard. don't know this and that, but... I don't have to really, we don't have to worry about. No, I am definitely very thankful that I I get to be the default parent. Yeah. I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that. Um, Because we have hardworking men. We do. And we We have been afforded a beautiful life. We have. Um, And we're so grateful. Yeah. Even though we're. Even though we're complaining. (laughs) But. What? Explain default. default So default parenting is the parent who just does everything that keeps the house running without being noticed. It's the parent who has your kid's favorite milk in the morning or their favorite cereal or who knows that this kid gets the red cup and this kid gets the blue cup. Just the little things that keep your household running that weigh on your mind. Okay, I get that. Like as moms, I know for myself especially, I sit up at night thinking dang I could have done this x y and z different or better or a little nicer or Mm -hmm. made the day more exciting that's default parenting okay like we know where their clothes are right it's the mental strain of it Mm -hmm. okay and that gets exhausting as stay-at-home moms I mean there's so many little details like what what size shoe are they right are like do they have do they have underwear for next season 
all of the little things that mm-hmm. go into keeping our kids and our families running running and happy and healthy. And so it gets stressful, especially when you don't have an outlet, which is why I'm super thankful for like friends and hobbies. And so I think it's important for moms to have outlets and find ways to connect with other people. Yeah, connecting is important. Finding groups that mm-hmm. you are into. Um, Finding like we're a in life. a book group together, which yes. we've got some amazing moms. I love our book group. Um, Peanut is a really good um, tool to use. It's honestly just like tender for moms. Yeah, you like swipe right or left and you can match with a mom. In your, in your area. area. It's so fun. I've met a really good friend from there. Me too. I have several friends I've met from there who I talk to, honestly, daily. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Anna. Shout out Janae. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, I don't know. There's a lot of fun ways to like, yeah. meet people. I mean, honestly, my kids love the library. We've met a couple really good friends there. Our area has um, some amazing homeschool groups that we've met a couple friends through. But even just finding groups, like, outside of the mom world is important as well. Just, like, as your specific interest. Yeah, because I have friends that are moms. Right. And one friend that's not a mom. Yeah. I have multiple friends that are not moms. And I feel like they, we still understand each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even though... They don't have any kids yet, or I don't know if they will, but... Right. That doesn't matter to me. As long as you, like, click and vibe... Oh, right. ...with them. Similar interests are super important. Yeah. Yeah. I am in a a creative, like, writers group that I love now. Oh, my gosh. I have to go with you. You have to come. There's a meeting on the 20th. We'll go. Um, What's it about? Like, how, what, what do you do? So, it's a creative writer's co-op, and it's just a bunch of authors who are getting together to write anthologies um, that they publish. That way, all of the authors get publishing rights, and then they sell those books as fundraisers to put back into the group to help each individual author publish their own works. That's super cool. It's super amazing. Um, All of these authors are incredibly talented. And I cannot wait to just soak in all of their knowledge. Mm, Like, yeah, there's some that are traditionally published and then there are, um, that's super hard to do. Yeah. Super Super hard. hard. It's very hard. Nikki is a book writer. I don't know if we've told you guys that or not. She has four self-published children's books. Yeah. I did it during COVID. Um, I just had this, like, urge to write a children's book. And I'm like, I have no idea how to do this. <laughs> but, buddy, I'm going to figure it out. Because, like, why not? Right. Like, I'm a risk taker. And I think that's... That's why we're sitting here making a podcast. What up, Cass? Like, I... I don't know. Why not? Like, you'll always regret not mm-hmm. doing something if you don't at least try it. Even if you fail. Right. And I've learned that. And so I have four books, um, you know, sold where books are sold. <laughs> Wherever <laughs> books are sold. <laughs> it's fun. Amazon, Target, Walmart. 
Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. Shout out. Good night, curious one. Woo! Um, That's my most popular one. It's my favorite. It's so cute. It's so cute. That's my first book, too. I know. I love it. And if anyone, like, would like to learn, I'm willing to, like, give some information. Yeah, if you guys are interested in publishing tips, um, because Nikki self-publishes and I am in talks for traditional publishing. So we both have Um, different avenues. So if you guys would like tips, um, leave us a comment. Drop it down below. Drop it. All right. So switching gears again, (laughs) because we have Scatterbrain. Well, I think we have ADHD. Yes. (laughs) I really do. I really do as well. Um, (laughs) Late, late diagnosed ADHD and moms. I really feel like people should study that. All of us who, especially in our age group. It's just not. It's not talked about as much for women. And girls. And little girls. Because I know Averly, especially her brain works the way her dad's does. And it's ADHD all the way. Or it could be ADD. You know? Yeah. The thing is, like, they pinpoint at little boys. They look like he's so hyper. Mm-hmm. He has ADHD. He's super no, hyper. He's so that's, hyperactive. It's not. That's. He's a boy. Right. They have a lot more energy. I do think boys are overdiagnosed a little bit. And they, girls they are, are, are underdiagnosed. Because girls, they just chalk it up to being chatty. They're chatty. They can't They're stay chatty. on topic. They're just... They're not, I mean, there is some that are probably super hyper right. active, but it can be ADD and that's all in your mind. Mm-hmm. That's strictly like you cannot focus on one task at a time. Right. That's super interesting. I really wish there was more studies done on that. There's a lot of studies. We just. Maybe I, maybe. We, yes. I'm going to, I'm going to make an, an, an addendum. I'm going to look into more studies on yeah, that. Yeah. Cause there's definitely a lot. And, I don't know. How's your, how is your, um, sorry, I got a text. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, like your women's health. Like, do you have a doctor? Um, I do have a doctor. I, is that something you're focused on? Like health? Yes. As a grown woman? Cause it's really important. Yes. Get your pap screens, get your mammograms, get colonoscopies. Take care of yourselves. Um, it's really important. You think women get colonoscopies? Mm-hmm. Yes. Women, when they're older, right? Women can get colon cancer. And actually, there has been an uptick in people our age getting colon cancer. Shut up. No. They're recommending people get colonoscopies earlier. Because it was like 50. And now it's 40. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Especially like breast exams and stuff. Yeah. Really Mammograms. Important. Mammograms. Um, pap smears, take care of your reproductive health. Yes. Do your Kegels. <laughs> Do your Kegels. <laughs> Get it, girl. Um, but yeah, I think health is really important. Mental health, physical health. I honestly think my IUD's expired. Girl. <laughs> Podcast, baby! <laughs> No, I'm for real. We ain't right. Like, it's, you know, I could sit here and bluff, but, like, <laughs> I really think I need to get it changed. 
Yeah. It's been six damn years. Nikki! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's definitely expired. I don't know. I think it's like just now the cutoff. Like, I have an appointment. Do you really? Yes, I really do. <laughs> it's not till March, but it's there. Oh my god. I know. My doctor's freaking out on leave until March. Jeez. Good gravy. Yeah, I don't have to so problem. Who's TMI? Sorry, guys. I don't think it's too much. Okay. They want to know. I mean... They want to know. The world wants to know. I have the Loletta, and I've loved it. Really? For anyone that suffers from, like, I don't know really bad PMS or, like, is freaking fertile as hell, Loletta. It's a little tiny IUD. Mine is... How bad did it hurt? I mean, after... Okay, I think it depends if you've had kids or not. Mm. Because you have to be dilated, like, one. Right. But it's... It's just, like, really terrible pinch. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not awful, and it doesn't last, like, ten minutes. It's, like, a two-minute procedure. Right. And it's literally done. I mean, the alternative is a baby. I or just... our husbands get fixed. Yeah, right. But they're crybabies. Yeah, right. I... Fixed, so. I have a hard time with birth control. I have actually never taken it consistently um I think I took it for like a month maybe before I um ended up having a baby like the pill yeah yeah you have to be really religious with that well I mean that's I got pregnant on it too I've never taken any other form of birth control and I I legitimately think I took maybe five of my pills um but like I know Chris's sister's they were on the depot from the time they were like fifteen. I think up. studies show that that's bad. Now. It's really bad. It's really bad. They, um, his twin sister Christine, she has real a really hard time now. Um, it really affected her, mm-hmm. and so I worry about that. Like you keeping your IUD in too long. That's crazy. You don't know what that could be doing to you. I know it's bad. I it's never bad. said it was good. It's bad. It's definitely bad. But. They did say it lasts, like, five to six years. Well, that's good. But it's the newer one. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a step down from Morena, mm. I think. Because my sister has the Morena. The Morena's the... Co- they're copper, right? I don't... I think you might be able to get copper. But they're hormonal. Yeah. Hor- hormone changes are are crazy. I think everybody should get their hormones tested. And At least once. Yeah. For women. Agreed. Agreed. I'm so glad we're doctors now. Right. <laughs> WebMD. <laughs> Ashley and Nikki. Where's my white coat? Right? White coat and a stethoscope. <laughs> Lordy. It's so Have fun. Have you had any businesses that, like, crashed that you tried? Um. Like, just plummeted. I wouldn't say that I've plummeted. Okay. But I've definitely given up on things, and I'm not afraid to admit that. I think... Okay, I guess that would be... Yeah, me too. Like, I think if you try it and it really genuinely doesn't work for you, there's no... There's no shame in letting it go. Do you need more coffee? Um, I'm good right now. So, no, I don't think I've had any that have plummeted. So, I tried a t-shirt business through, like, Shopify... (laughs) Once. I remember I ordered a shirt from you. <laughs> you did. It was a 
good shirt. It was a freaking good ass shirt. Like that was the best sweatshirt material that I have ever put in my body. Like better than Nike, bro. Oh yeah, it was really comfy. I still wear it. Yes. But yeah, that didn't last. But long. it was fun. Yeah. But I think you have to do like a lot of social media, mm-hmm. a lot of like soft launches, and Shopify is kind of hard. Yeah. There are so many avenues for side hustles, especially I, in yeah, today's today's world. And some of them are predatory. I think a I lot of say. stay-at-home moms want to know side hustles. I agree. I think so, too. And non-predatory ones, because everybody talks about MLMs and, like, things like that. Like, preying on moms. I think if you go into it knowing what it is... You have the potential to get to the top. Right. It's so, just a lot of work, right? So, full disclosure, Nikki and I are technically a part of an MLM. Um, it's called Arbon. It's actually an amazing company. It's a it's a, a super amazing company. Um, genuinely, genuinely love it. Neither of us are actively selling at this moment. It has a lot of, like, greens and energy fizz and it's, it's European standards. It has... It's all clean know, ingredients. Very clean. Um, there's over 2,000 ingredients that they just absolutely won't use. Whereas most supplements in the United States have a list of, like, 11 that they don't use. Um, it's a certified B Corp. But anyway... I I made it to district manager. Right. I mean, and there is there's a potential. There's potential for earning. And I yeah. think that's what people underestimate about multi-level marketing. They give up too soon? They give up too soon. And they're a sh- I feel like there's a sense of, like, almost shame to it. Like, when you tell people you're... In yeah. an MLM or like a network marketing company, they look, they kind of look down on you, or like they call you a boss babe, right? And it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to. You don't have to be a boss babe, right? So if you're interested in non predatory side hustles and would like to hear more, oh, we could like give a full list. Probably I have so many side hustles that I don't do all of them. I just have a lot that that I know you know of. of. Yeah. That aren't predatory. Right. Like, Bravenly. We know girls who sell Bravenly, and they absolutely love it. Monet. I've tried Monet's products. I have a really good friend. freaking love their um, hair care stuff. Yeah, you did. You genuinely loved it. Love it. I tried it. Was it for me? No. But I, but I liked, I mean, I liked some of it. I just didn't like it for my hair type. Yeah. Um, but it's a way that my friend makes money for her family, and I don't see why there's shame in that. So and then I there's think like traditional routes like babysitting babysit- from home. Yeah, which both of us have done. We've definitely done that. I still do it. Same. Um. Well, not currently, but I did for a long time. Yeah. Hmm. And then I don't know. Shopify. Yeah, Shopify. YouTube. Monetizing on social media is really big right now. I made money on social media. Mm-hmm. Like it's possible. If you have, it's not even about, like, a lot of followers. It's about engagement. You need engagement on your algorithm. And even, like, UGC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm drop. I'm really starting to get into that. Like, that's super cool. Drop shipping is a big drop thing right shipping, now, too. e-commerce. Um, so, I don't know. Some people might not know what UGC is. Why don't you explain what UGC is? So, basically, you're just a content creator, and, like, you reach out to brands, and you create, like, a profile for yourself. And then you reach out to 
brands. It depends on how many kind of followers you have. Like, I only have, like, not very many on Instagram. But I kind of target, like, the smaller brands that need somebody. Mm -hmm. And then... Well, you're a Pink Lily ambassador. Yeah. So that goes into it. That's UGC. That's user-generated content. Yeah, definitely. And then you reach out to them, and they'll either send you their product for free. Or they reimburse you. And you you. promote it. Or they even pay you. Yeah. You can get paid. You know, you would have to, like, negotiate, like, Mm -hmm. the price of what you set your standard as. Um, But, like, I'm currently in a deal right now. Like, it's possible. Right. It's super... It's super possible, and it's fun. Like, who doesn't want to get free products in the mail and then post a freaking Instagram story or a reel? Right. I mean, maybe maybe people don't. And maybe social media is not for everybody, and that's yeah. completely cool. See, I, I really struggle with social media because I... The anxiety of, like, just being perceived. That's what it is. Okay. I've learned... I struggle with people perceiving me. My perception of other people viewing me that's hard because that's a lot of like mom guilt too it's so hard Mm -hmm. so ugc social media probably not my avenue but definitely somebody who's more extroverted and doesn't care like if they look silly or if if their video doesn't blow up or or then if it does they can are able to continue that momentum that's where i would struggle with like social media work also etsy etsy is Amazing, but they take out a lot in um, taxes. Like you think they do, yes. As an Etsy store owner, they do. Okay. Yeah, I never had an Etsy because I'm not. I mean, I feel like I'm creative, but not in that way. I like, not really with my hands as much. I don't have anything that I can sell on Etsy because you can't promote food on Etsy. All boring. Yeah. Maybe you could do recipes. I do want to make a cookbook. I have been talking oh my about. Gosh, I've been talking about doing a cookbook for a really, really that's, long time. That would be super, super dope. I would love to do that, <sighs> especially one. I want to do like a dry erase one, honestly, mm-hmm. where people like kids can drop like write. So I don't it's kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drop some of your side hustles. I just want to know what everyone else is doing. Yeah, drop them in the comments. Um, I think that's it for us today Okay. on this episode of Life in Session. Life in Session. <laughs> we like a little tune, don't we? We do. All right, guys, Bye. drop us tune suggestions, too. Yeah. Thanks.